Hallelujah. Come on, let's give the Lord another round of applause. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your presence. Just continue to thank him just for a minute right there where you're at. The presence of God is in this house. Father, we acknowledge you in this place, God. Lord, we know that you are here, God. We know that you are near, Father God. And Father, we draw near to you right now, God. As you draw near to us, Lord God. We know you are here, God. So we cling to you, Jesus. We cling to that which is good, Father God. And we abhor that which is evil, Lord God. Knowing that your word says, touch not the unclean thing, Father God. For you have called us out, Lord God. You called us out of the darkness into your marvelous light, Lord God. Never to return to the yoke of bondage, Lord God. But you set us free, Lord God. You let captivity captive, God. The devil had us for ransom, Lord. But you called us out. And you said, let my people go. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father. We just give you praise in this house, God. I wish somebody would praise him in this house. I just double down dare somebody to get out of their comfort zone and lift up the name of Jesus more than you have all week. Somebody shout Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. Somebody say you are worthy. Lord, thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your grace. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give us a praise again. Ooh, we could do that all night. I'm telling you. Go ahead and put that title on the screen there, please. Y'all may be seated in the presence of the Lord. It is a blessing to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. Amongst brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. It is an honor and a privilege. Hallelujah. To preach from this pulpit. I want to give honor to the, the man of God. Hallelujah. That God has called to pastor us. Amen. Hallelujah. In this here church. Pastor Raymond, let's give it up for Pastor Raymond Zypher. Hallelujah. What a blessing, amen, to have a man of God like that as a spiritual father. And I'm definitely one of his knuckle-headed spiritual sons, amen, that has tried to run around and do things my way. But the love of God is faithful. Hallelujah. Look at that title up there. Y'all just let that soak in for a minute. Praise the Lord. Going through it or growing through it, amen going through it or growing through it let's go to the lord in prayer father in jesus name we thank you god for your presence that is here god father i ask that you remove anything that is not of you in the mighty name of jesus lord god we ask for a fresh anointing of the holy spirit god father i ask that you help me to rightfully divide your word in truth god by the spirit of truth god piercing and touching each and every heart and let it cause transformation to our lives, God, as we seek you in this house, Lord. Father God, let us receive your word tonight and what you're wanting to say to your people, Lord God. Father, remove me out the way and move through me in the name of Jesus, Lord. Let the Holy Ghost flow in this house, Lord. Just have your way in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you have your Bibles, if you would turn with me to the book of James, chapter 4, verse 1. Praise the Lord. That's my little man right there crying. We just all got over having the flu. The flu tried to take us out, but the Lord set us free. Don't worry. I'm healed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. James chapter 4, verse 1, and the word of the Lord reads, What is the source of quarrels and conflicts among you? 
is not the source your pleasures that wage war in your members. Hallelujah. What is the source of quarrels and conflicts among you? So that's a question, amen, that the Lord might ask us all in our walk tonight. What's causing you to fight and bicker among each other? What's causing you to try to lay hold and tear each other apart? What's causing you to try and overlook one another rather than pick one another up and encourage one another? Rather, hallelujah. See, the enemy wants to get us divided and wants to get us fighting amongst each other and wants to get us all running around hectic. You know what I'm saying? Battling each other so that we can get our eyes off the prize, which we know if we have our eyes on each other and we're all fighting amongst each other, it's hard for us to look towards Jesus. Amen. That's why we have to sometimes get our nose out of everybody else's business. Come on, somebody. And get our nose into some kingdom business. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Because I'm telling you, amen, that Jesus is looking for warriors, hallelujah, that will seek him first and that will go out and reach the lost. That'll be a testimony, hallelujah, a living testimony, amen. Because you're looking at somebody that was strung out on dope, that was thrown off in the streets, that was thrown in and out of jail, that society had rejected. They said that I needed to be medicated. They said that I needed treatment, but the word of God, hallelujah, come on somebody, said that God called me, he knew me, amen, before he formed me in my mother's womb, hallelujah, and he called me and ordained me to be a prophet among the nations, amen, he didn't call me to be no drug addict, he didn't call me to be a dope dealer, he didn't call me to be a murderer, he didn't call me to hate my brother, come on somebody, he didn't call me, amen, to be causing mischief or running around causing chaos. He didn't call me to, call, to, to be have, causing division, amen, in the body of Christ, hallelujah. But he called me, amen, to make unity. He called me to be a peacemaker. Come on, somebody. God's calling us to peace, amen. He's calling us to make peace with our brothers and sisters in Christ, amen. He's calling us, hallelujah, to put him first and foremost of our lives in the name of Jesus. So when did the quarrels come among you? When did the fighting come amongst us? Soon as we took our eyes off Jesus, that's whenever fighting in the flesh starts to puff up. Amen. That's whenever pride and pride and arrogance and, and rivalry tries to rise up. Whenever we stop following Jesus and truly seeking his face. Amen. Go to the book of John, chapter 10, verse 10. Are you going through it or growing through it? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. See, if you're just going through it, going through something. Say you're in a tough situation, you know what I mean, or you're in a, say somebody hurts you in a friendship or a relationship or something, you know, the enemy would love for you to get all riled up and start fighting with that person, you know, physically, start coming at that person, maybe even spiritually, mentally, you know what I mean, try to, try to trip each other up, you know what I'm saying, and then that's when the crows in the fight and come, because it started within you, because of your heart, Amen. It started with the heart problem. Because when did Jesus ever say for us to, to fire back when somebody offends us? When did Jesus ever say it's okay to treat somebody like trash because they treated us out of character? No, Jesus said turn the other cheek, hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You know what I'm saying? Love your neighbor as yourself, praise the Lord, just as you would like to be treated. Treat the next one. He didn't say treat, slap somebody that slaps you. Amen. He didn't say cuss somebody out when they cuss you out. He didn't say pop off because somebody pops off at you. Amen. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. We got to start warring in the spirit. Amen. 
Stop fighting amongst each other. You want to fight with everybody because you got a war going on inside of you and you're letting the flesh dictate your character. Amen. We got to get out of the flesh in the name of Jesus. We got to get in the spirit. We got to pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. When nobody else is looking. Come on, somebody. We got to pray. Tom, when you're walking. Come on, when you're driving. Amen. Praise the Lord. When you're alone by yourself. Hallelujah. The mighty name of Jesus. Because character is who you are when no one else is looking. And God sees everything. Come on. Thank you, Lord. John chapter 10, verse 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. See, the enemy has a purpose. Does y'all know that? The enemy has a purpose too. The enemy's purpose is to, number one, kill your spirit. He wants to choke you out spiritually, choke the life of God right out of your life. He wants to get you on the path of destruction. He wants to steal your joy is another thing. And he wants to destroy all of your hope. I'm going to run that back. The enemy's purpose is to kill your spirit, steal your joy, and destroy all of your hope. But God's purpose is that you be full of life. Amen. That you have hope assured in Jesus' name. Amen. That you be full of love, amen, and loving those, hallelujah, that are unloved. Loving the unlovable, so to say. Loving those that everybody else hates on, so to say. Loving those that everybody else is talking about behind their back, so to say. Standing up and showing the love of Christ when everybody else is trying to tear somebody down, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Love covers a multitude of sins, amen. And when you walk in love, hallelujah, you ain't going to treat anybody just however, amen. Why? Because you represent Jesus, amen. You're a representation of who Christ is to this world, amen. Jesus is the head and we're the body, amen. The body don't go nowhere without the head. Come on, somebody. Get Jesus at the head of your life, amen. I don't know about y'all, but I'm thrown off if Jesus is not at the head of my life. I'm thrown off, whacked out, going all over the place. Then I'm nodding my head, scratching it, looking for answers. You know what I'm saying? The Lord's like, you left me back there. Come on now. Stop leaving Jesus back there, and then you get yourself in a mess and wonder how you got there. Now you want to complain and, bl- complain and blame God whenever you're the one that left him back there to begin with. Somebody say, get it together. Somebody say, grow through it. Hallelujah. You better grow through it in the name of Jesus, because if you don't start growing through it, you're going to keep on going through it. Amen. Come on, somebody. You went through it 10 times last week. Next time you go through it, why don't you grow through it and you ain't got to go through it again? Come on. Hallelujah. What you go through doesn't dictate who you are. Who God says you are is who you are. Amen. You're a conqueror. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have abundant life in Jesus. Hallelujah. The enemy wants to kill you. He wants to steal from you. He wants to steal all your joy. He wants to destroy all your hope. But whenever you know who your God is, amen, that no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper, that the God of peace shall bruise Satan underneath your feet, hallelujah, that you are the head and not the tail, amen. Come on, somebody. You're blessed coming in and blessed going out, praise the Lord. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 1. Go ahead and go there. Thank you, Lord. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 1, and the word of God reads, 
Then Hannah prayed and said, My heart exalts thee in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth speaks boldly against my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. My heart exalts in the Lord. Praise the Lord. My horn is exalted and my mouth speaks boldly against my enemies. Hallelujah. This is Hannah praying, amen, the mother of Samuel. She's praying, amen, saying that my mouth speaks boldly against my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. Go on to verse, uh, Proverbs chapter 25, verse 21. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm going to read that uh, 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 1 again. Out of the King James and the word of the Lord reads. And Hannah prayed and said, my heart rejoiceth in the Lord. Mine horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over mine enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. And let's go to uh, Proverbs chapter 25, verse 21. Hallelujah. So she's saying, amen, I speak boldly against my enemies because I know who my God is, amen. Because I know that if my God brought me through it last time, he's going to bring it through me this time. Come on, somebody, hallelujah. Because Hannah done been through some things, amen. Hannah done went through some stuff, hallelujah. But she said, I speak boldly against my enemies. She was talking like this wasn't her first rodeo, amen, hallelujah. She wasn't like, oh, no, here comes the big bad wolf. Here comes the devil. No, she was speaking boldly with authority, amen, and rejoicing in the salvation of God. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 21, it says, If your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. And if he is thirsty, give him water to drink. My Lord. Talk about growing through it. Hey, that's how you grow right there. If your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. What you mean? So you talking about the person that said something about me last week? You talking about the one that drug my name through the mud last month? The one that was that one? The one that was throwing throwing salt on me? The one that was throwing chunking rocks at me? I wasn't doing nothing. I was just trying to fundraise for the ministry. He didn't came out chunking rocks at me. <laughs> talking about the person that chased me with scissors last week? That person? I'm supposed to give them food when they hungry? Give them something to, something to drink. Give them some water when they're thirsty. Amen. See, it's one thing to love somebody that loves you. It's another thing to love somebody else, amen, that hates you. Come on, somebody. It's another thing to love somebody that will turn their back on you. Come on. Hallelujah. That's love. Where's your heart at, amen? I'm telling you, the Lord knows the heart. He searches it and he tries the reins, amen. You can fool everybody else, but you ain't fooling Jesus, amen. Jesus knows if you're walking in the Holy Ghost. He knows if you're walking in compassion and showing meekness towards others, amen. He knows if you're walking around making peace, amen, if you're trying to cause division and stir up strife and stir up trouble, amen. If you're the second person, stop it in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. We ain't got time for all that, man. We don't went through all that. We're growing through it now. Come on, somebody. We're growing up in the name of Jesus. See, before when I just went through something, somebody did me wrong, man. Ooh, I can't believe that person did me like that. For who they think they are. That was actually probably phase three because phase one was like, what's up? You can catch me outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then phase three, the Lord, you know, started to grab a hold of you, boy. You know, but I'm still... 
hey, now, now, now I'm trying to bite my tongue, though. You know, I'm, oh, Lord, Lord, I can't believe you let them do me like that. Now I'm biting the tongue, talking to the Lord like that. I'm biting my tongue. God, you better help me. I'm about to say something I don't need to say. You know what I'm saying? Lord, you better hold me back in the name of Jesus. You know what I'm saying, man? Come on, man. It's called growing through it in the name of Jesus. You used to last, last shout, be ready to swing. You know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, you start growing in the Lord. Hallelujah. And then you just go from, you know, fighting and swinging right off the bat to maybe cussing and yelling and walking off. I'm just being real. You know what I'm saying? Ain't enough people want to be real in the house of God. Or you, you know, you, you grow a little bit more. Next thing you know, you, you hold it in and you walk in the woods and start yelling and cussing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then you hold it in some more and you, and you really start to grow. Okay, God, what's causing me to rise back? What's causing me to get so offended? What's causing me to get so out of character when somebody does me wrong, Lord? Because if I can't handle my neighbor treating me like dirt, how am I going to handle whenever Christians are being persecuted in my country? How am I going to be able to handle it when my car breaks down and I got to get to work? Come on, somebody. How am I going to be able to handle it whenever I can't afford to pay the bills this month, Lord, and the, and the landlord's trying to kick me out? Come on, somebody. How am I going to be able to handle it when these other challenges come? I can't even handle the little things. He said if you'll be faithful with little, he'll reward you with much, but you can't even handle your neighbor cussing you out you can't even handle your brother talking about you you can't even handle your sister trying to throw salt on you come on man and you think you ready for something bigger you better grow through the little er the little tribulations first you better grow through the little things first before you can get ready to accomplish some big things in the name of Jesus somebody say I gotta grow a little <sighs> just a little bit more Lord whatever it takes in the name of Jesus no one compares to our God. Verse 2, 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 2. Praise the Lord. So I'll take a breath. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 2, and the word of the Lord reads, There was no one holy like thee, Lord. Imagine that. There's no one holy like thee, Lord. Indeed, there was no one besides you. Nor is there any rock like our God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. No one compares to our God. Amen. See, you will find fault in man if you go looking for it. Amen. Me, I'm thrown off. You ain't even got to look for it sometimes. Be like, man, that dude's messed up. Yeah, but God loves me. Amen. Come on, I know some messed up people too that God loves them too. And he flipped their world upside down, amen. And they may not be who you want them to be, but they're not who they used to be. Come on, somebody, hallelujah. They may not be who society wants to accept, amen, but they're who God's called and anointed and put his spirit upon. Come on, somebody, to raise him up and use him to reach the nations, hallelujah, to take over cities in the name of Jesus, for the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. No one compares to our God. Hallelujah. Nobody, not me, not you, not the Pope, not Oprah. Nobody in the name of Jesus. You better watch where you're getting your source from. Amen. Hallelujah. Not no TV preacher, not TD Jakes, not nobody. Amen. That you try to get your source from is better than God. Hallelujah. And compares to him. He is our source. And in him, we find everything. Amen. 
I know what it's like to not have to, to not have much. I know what it's like to be, you know, broke in the streets. I know what it's like not to have anything. But it's caused me to realize that I can have everything in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Somebody say growth. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 12 through 13. No one compares to our God. If you go looking at other people, you will find fault in them, especially when you go looking for it. But Proverbs chapter 11, verse 12, he who despises his neighbor lacks sense. Oof. But a man of understanding keeps silent. Next verse. He who goes about as a talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is trustworthy worthy conceals the matter go back to verse 12 thank you lord see fault finding is a waste of time amen fault finding is a waste of time and it'll leave you with some messed up vision and some messed up perception it'll slow you down when you, when you start fault finding, trying to find problems in people you know what I'm saying you're always trying to find the problem instead of giving a solution troublemaking didn't your mama whoop your butt back in the day when you was in school troublemaking i know mine did it didn't help much but i'm telling you grow up we got to start growing through it amen stop just going through it man going through things going through your little old life your little old fights and your little old trials you want to try to tell god how bad your trial is instead of telling your trial how big your god is come on somebody Thank you, Jesus. See, you will find fault in, in, in anybody in this room. Anybody out there in the streets, you will find fault in them if you go looking for it. But grow up and start learning about who your God is. Amen? Stop trying to find fault in others and start, start growing up and finding out who your God is. It'll leave, see, when you fault find, it'll leave you wasting time. It'll leave you with a distorted perception. It'll stall your progress. And it'll leave you with a lack of mercy. And this is just a few spiritual hazards of finding fault with others. Somebody say it ain't worth it. Somebody say keep your eyes on Jesus. Matthew chapter 7 verse 3. Thank you, Lord. Matthew chapter 7 verse 3. The word of the Lord reads, Why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Uh-oh. There it is. Praise the Lord. See, don't get it twisted. Because the enemy try to try to get people to use this scripture too out of, out of context as a sin cover-up. You know what I'm saying? Why you look at the speck in your, your brother's eye but do not notice the law that is in your, your own eye? We're, we're to hold each other accountable, amen, at a higher standard, especially as men and women of God. Especially of those, amen, that were sinners, but now we've been saved and set free by the blood of Jesus. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If I see my brother slipping up, I better say something, but I better say it in love, amen. I better show grace because God had grace on me, amen. And I wouldn't want to hurt somebody, and I wouldn't want to bash somebody when God didn't hurt me and bash me when I was broken, when I was in my mess, but he loved me through it, hallelujah. Loved me all the way through it, amen. And it was his love that helped me grow through it, amen. Come on, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. Why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? See people going around, you know, trying to find fault in another. 
Or they got that big old log in their own eye. Oh, man, look at him. Look at Look how you acted, man, acting like a fool. Boy, I know, I heard him over there in the parking lot. I heard her outside, you know what I'm saying? I heard her outside over there yelling at her husband like that. Mind your business. Amen? Get in the word of the Lord. Get in your prayer closet. Hallelujah. And if you have anything to say, let it be at the right time. And let it be said with season and with salt and with the love of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because sometimes it ain't your place. Amen. Somebody say, sometimes it ain't my place. Hallelujah. Somebody say, sometimes I got to stay out the way. Uh-oh. Because I might get in the way of God if I don't. Amen. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost did not call me to be the Holy Ghost and try to play the role of God. Amen. He called me to pray. Amen. Come on, somebody. Pray for my pastor. Pray for my brother. Pray for my sister. Come on, somebody. To speak life. Hallelujah. Over anything and everything in the name of Jesus. To encourage, to exhort, to lift up. Hallelujah. Not to tear down. Not to destroy. Not to try and put my own two cents of it. You know what I'm saying? But let the Lord be the Lord, amen. Hallelujah. Because I'm growing through it. I ain't just going through it. Thank you, Jesus. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12. Man, we can't be getting tripped up. You start trying to find fault in others, you're going to find yourself getting tripped up. Somebody say, not me. I'm not getting tripped up. Jesus brought me out of that, Amen. I'm not getting tripped up, and I'm not tripping nobody else up, amen? Because if I start walking around, going around in life trying to trip other fellow brothers and sisters in Christ up, you know what I'm saying? That's because I'm trying to make it about me instead of making it about God and his kingdom, hallelujah. And the Lord will put me in check, amen? I'm going to tell you all something, man. I done been through it. I've been through some things, amen. I've been through some pain, amen. Some of y'all may have been through worse, but can't nobody tell my story like I can tell my story, amen. God has spared me. God has loved me. God has restored me time after time after time. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. You're looking at somebody, amen, that's been made weak, that's been made low, amen, that was high as a skyscraper before. You know what I'm saying? And the Lord brought me low, amen, all the way face in the dirt. Come on, somebody. Broken, hurting, you know what I'm saying? Lost and confused, and he took me in, amen, and he found me. He left the 99 to find the one, and he found me, amen. He snatched me right out the dope house. Come on, somebody. He snatched me right off of grandma's couch. Come on, somebody. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> somebody say, thank the Lord. Get off of your grandma's couch. Jesus' name. That's why the Lord brought you to the victory home. Come on, somebody. Man, I'm telling you, my whole life, you know, it seemed like I had to fight for a name for myself. I grew up in a little ghetto town called Commerce, and I was like the only white boy on the bus. <laughs> and it was not easy. Because not only was I one of the only white boys, I was the smallest white boy in the bus. <laughs> so I always thought I had to make a name for myself. So I did. Not in a good way. But everybody knew me. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't really good. Oh, there's Adam. He's cool. He's causing trouble again. You know what I'm saying? But my name, it, in the world's eyes, I had a good name. Is what I'm saying, because I made that name for myself. I made myself a reputation. 
I fought my way in it. I used talent to get my, get my name out there, other things out there. I put my heart in things, you know what I mean? I would suffer a lot of depression and things in my life that I went through that caused what the world would say, like PTSD syndrome and all that stuff that I was going through and started writing poetry and, you know, notebooks because the counselor said it would help. So I tried it and it helped. Man, I was so crazy. They used to give me a pass to go to the bathroom to go cool off. <laughs> oh, for real. I had one of the special passes. Where's Adam at? Oh, you chilling in the bathroom. Y'all leave him alone. He's out at the nurse's office. Don't mess with him. <laughs> you know, as I got older, everybody knew me. They knew me for being crazy. They knew me for being wild. And it seemed like I had a good name. And then next thing you know, I came into the victory home and Jesus got a hold of my life. And I started preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ all in the streets, amen. And the power of the Holy Spirit filled me up and came upon me, amen. Started using me to lead people to Christ everywhere. And the enemy put a target on my back and he hated me. And he had a plan to, to take me out. And he almost, he almost succeeded. He thought he succeeded. Then I even started pastoring a church. I was assistant pastor. And then I started pastoring a church. There was a mighty move of God that started going through Greenville, Texas. That had already started, amen, flowing through Pastor Raymond, amen, my spiritual father. I found myself pastoring a church, going from a conference room to a, uh, to a building that was actually functioning. It wasn't fancy, but the Lord was moving. And people were getting delivered. And people were getting saved. And that's what it was about, Amen. That's what it's always about, hallelujah, whenever you're doing it for Jesus, amen. All that other stuff, amen, in between is not for the Lord. That's just extra, amen. We don't need all that extra around here, amen. We need to be about the Father's business. Come on, somebody. But next thing you know, I'm preaching the fire of God is pouring out. The Holy Spirit's moving. Revival's shaking the ground. Souls are getting saved. And I find myself trickling backwards and I find myself getting off of the path. I found myself going through some of the hardest tribulations I ever went through in my life. My marriage was falling apart at the home. And then, I, and then the enemy was telling me, you can't go pastor. You can't go preach. You don't even have a good marriage. Your marriage is falling apart. Nothing's going to work out. And I started after months, after months of pressing in and praying and fasting and praying and fasting. God sent some men of God, amen, hallelujah, that answer the call in their lives, Lord. Send some other people, amen, to carry out what you're wanting to do here, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. And the Lord will reply, but I chose you, but I called you. Come on, somebody. Amen. See, I found myself broken, and I found myself going through it instead of growing through it. See, sometimes you got to go through something one time, so when the next time you go through it, you grow through it. Come on, somebody. Amen. See, the first time you go through something, you know, it's just like kind of just float on by. Like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to handle this. Then next time the same thing comes around, I've already done been through that. Now I'm going to grow through it in the name of Jesus. What's God trying to show me in this? What's the Lord trying to teach me in this? See, I was going through it. The next thing I know, I found myself all the way backslid. And I found myself, my good name that I made my whole entire life, drugged through the mud by people. People looking at me, looking down on me, saying he was preaching. I thought he was supposed to be a pastor. He's back out there. He's tripped out. He's whacked out. His marriage is falling apart. They done went crazy down there. You know what I'm saying? He's no good for nothing. He's not no man of God. He's not no pastor. Found people mocking me and spitting me in my face. 
Because it's hard out there in these streets. And you're going to have to start growing through it instead of just going through it in the name of Jesus. Because if I'm just going through it, amen, I'm not realizing that there's something I need to catch. There's something I need to learn. There's something I need to grab a hold of. Come on, somebody, hallelujah. Because God don't want me to just go through it. He wants me to grow through it, amen. Come on, he wants me to press in. He wants me to dig deep, amen. He wants me to cry out to him in the name of Jesus. Strengthen me, Lord, amen. Come on. Ain't no shoulda, coulda, woulda, I shoulda prayed, amen. Maybe I'll do it next time, amen. Right now, you got to start interceding. Start praying for the move of God in the city, amen. Start praying for the move of God in your life. And start rejoicing when your brother gets blessed. Start rejoicing when your sister gets raised up. Come on. He's just as good to me as he is to you. Just as good to you as he is to me. Come on, somebody. And then I found myself hurt. My whole name was seemed like just nothing. I done got a bad name. I spent my whole life trying to get a good name doing bad things. Then I thought I started doing good things and ended up with a bad name. Mm. Isn't that funny? God will use the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. See, I thought I figured it out. Thought that I got wise because I started doing all these works, you know, clean myself up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Then it's real easy to become religious. Start thinking you got to dress the part. You don't been doing the part so long, you just start dressing the part and looking the part. Next thing you know, you in the wrong movie. <laughs> Come on, somebody. <laughs> Come on. Open up. Open them eyes up in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. The word of God reads, Philippians 2 verse 12. So then my beloved, just as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Amen. That's growing through it. Come on, somebody. Lord, I, I've been going through it lately, but you know what? God helped me to grow through it because I know that my circumstances don't have to dictate on how I'm going to react. Come on, somebody. Because I know that God called me to be in peace. He can calm the storm, amen. Come on, he calmed the raging seas, hallelujah. He can calm the storm right now in my life in the name of Jesus. And I know, Lord, that you're not going to give me more than I can handle, God. That's growing through it. Come on, somebody. You're just going through it. It's like, man, I don't know how this happened. You start complaining. You start kicking up a storm. You start causing havoc. You know what I'm saying? But when you start going through it, it's like, you start growing through it. It's like, all right, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Give me strength, God. Give me strength. Lead me not to temptation, but deliver me from evil. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Your kingdom come, your will be done in my life. Amen. That's preaching the word of God. That's speaking the word of God over your life. Amen. Speaking the word of God over your situation. Thank you, Jesus. You're not going to put too much on my shoulders that I can bear, Lord God. Hallelujah. I will be still and wait upon the Lord. Come on, somebody. And he will renew my strength in the name of Jesus. I'm not going to lose sight or lose vision because I know that you called me and I know that you placed me here. Come on, somebody. And I know that you brought me out of that trap house. And I know that you brought me out of that dope house. Come on, somebody. You brought me out of that jail cell. Hallelujah. You brought me off of that deathbed. Some of, you, some of us, man, get tripped out. We just start going through emotions. When you find yourself going through it, just existing, just floating on by, that's when you start getting weak spiritually. That's when the enemy starts tapping on your shoulder. 
quit. It ain't worth it. Go figure something else out. You've been doing this way too long. I'm telling you, you better start growing through it. Oh, but it's hard. I've been going through it. Start growing through it. What's God trying to show me? What's God trying to teach me through this? Why is God trying to have me press in? Sometimes you need not to ask so many questions to the Lord and just trust him. You find yourself asking many questions and you start doubting. Instead of just realizing that God's got it all under control. 823, we all right? Jacob chapter 2, verse 20. See, when we're just floating on by, going through the emotions, we don't care about nobody. We didn't care about ourselves. Just going through the most, just playing the part. Just looking the part. Ain't got to care for nobody in the world but self. But whenever you start really pressing into God, Lord, mature me. Lord, grow me, Lord God. Lord, help me stay strong through this. Lord, help me show love through this. Don't you know the Holy Spirit is your helper, amen? When's the last time you let God help you work something out? When's the last time you let God help you work through something? When's the last time you let the Lord use you, amen? Come on, somebody, to give your enemy something to drink. To come, you know, and love on the person that was talking about you. To come and, you know, share a word of encouragement with the person, you know what I'm saying, that was bashing your name last month. It was the last time we did that. You know why we stopped doing that? Because we start just going through emotions, just going through it instead of growing through it. Thank you, Jesus. Go back to, uh, go to uh, Jacob chapter 2, verse 20. Jacob chapter 2, verse 20. Did y'all not look it up? Oh, yeah, 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 John, my bad. <laughs> Thank you. Growing through it. Growing through it, Lord. Man, I don't know what, the, oh, the Jews then said. It took 46 years to build this temple, and will you raise it up in three days? See him questioning the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Man, don't question God. God will rebuild and raise the temple back up in three days in a heartbeat, amen? And God will raise back somebody else up. Come on, somebody, in the nick of no time. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God, you brought me out last time. I don't think you could do it again. Yes, he will. You better remember who your God is, amen? Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7. We got to re remember, amen, that we are all precious to the king, man. We are all valuable to the king. He holds us all dear to his heart. Nobody is better than the next one, amen. We got to grow up in the name of Jesus. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Amen. We've all been given grace. Hallelujah. Not so that we can harbor it, you know, and, and just say, oh, Lord, forgive me every time we slip up and mess up. But so that we can show love and grace and compassion on somebody else that does us wrong. Amen. God's shown you grace, so why don't you show grace to another? Why? Because you're just going through it. Amen. Instead of learning and saying, Lord, why you let that person talk to me like that? You know what I'm saying? All right, Lord. Boy, Lord, maybe trying to must be trying to teach me some patience today. Come on, I've been in the bank line for thirty-five minutes. I got places to go. You know what I'm saying? That's me right there. I'm preaching to myself right there. I'm telling you, man. That first ten minutes go by, and I'm like, Lord, have mercy. Touch this lady. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
God's like, man, come on now. Grow up. Deal with it in the name of Jesus. Sometimes we got to deal with it, amen. Hallelujah. We've all been given a measure of grace. Go to 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 3. Thank you, Jesus. And we got to make sure that we get pride out of our life, amen. Hallelujah. We got to make sure that we take self off of the throne and get arrogance out of our vocabulary. 1 Samuel chapter 2, just uh, verse 3. We're wrapping it up. Boast no more so very proudly. Do not let arrogance come out of your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge, and with him actions are weighed. Come on, somebody. In other words, God knows the intentions of your heart. God is weighing your actions, amen, whether if they're for him, whether if they're to honor the Lord, or if they're for yourself, if you're trying to puff yourself up and make your name for yourself, amen. Telling you, trust me, you're looking at somebody trying to do it, and God checked me. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. God will check you, amen. God will put you in your place. Come on, somebody, hallelujah. You walk around trying to stick your chest out and be all prideful and be all arrogant, God will bring you to your knees if that's what it takes to save your life, amen. He'll let it happen, just like the worships, let it happen. <laughs> You'd be like, how did it happen? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll walk around all proud. Man, look at my, you know, look at my new set of wheels. Man. Yeah, I did that, baby. I did that. Oh! I didn't even get the insurance covered yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, you better watch it. Better watch it in the name of Jesus. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Amen. Hallelujah. But what we have in the flesh, what we have in the physical, amen, does not compare to what we have in the spiritual. Does not compare to the get the salvation. Come on, to the anointing, to the presence of God in our lives. Amen. They can take everything else away. Amen. But just don't take away your presence, Lord. Hallelujah. The presence of God ought to mean more to you than anything in your life. Amen. And if it doesn't, you need to get some things removed. Come on, somebody. You need to get some things out of your life. You better start throwing the CDs, the DVDs away, everything. The telephone away, all that. I don't care what kind of phone you got. If it's getting in the way of your relationship with Jesus, throw it out the window. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Don't walk around boasting, being proud, man. Remove arrogance from your life. God knows your actions. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he will raise you up. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 22. Thank you, Jesus. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 22. Praise the Lord. And we're going to go through these here in a second. See if we go to the next one when I tell you. All right. Now Eli was very old, and he heard all that his sons were doing to all of Israel, and how they lay with the woman who served at the doorway of the tent of meeting. Next one. He said to them, why do you do such things, the evil things that I hear from all these people? No, my sons, for the report is not good, which I hear the Lord's people circulating. If one man sins against another, God will mediate for him. In other words, if somebody does you wrong or if you sin towards somebody else, God will intercede on your behalf. But if a man sins against the Lord, who can intercede for him? 
Ooh. See, Jesus is the great intercessor. It says, but they would not listen to the voice of their father, for the Lord desired to put them to death. Now the boy Samuel was growing in stature and in favor, both with the Lord and with men. See, the other two men, I mean the other sons, his brothers, were living evil. They were running around with different women, you know what I'm saying? They were shacking up. They was in sin. They was in darkness. And it was displeasing in the sight of the Lord, amen? And the Lord got a little riled up. Did you know God will get a little riled up, amen, when you start running around in sin, amen? When you start running around leading other people astray, it gets the Lord a little riled up, amen? Because the Lord don't like ugly. Come on, somebody. He don't like sin. He don't like people running around causing and stirring up demonic activity. Matter of fact, amen, Jesus has already crushed the enemy completely under his heel. By the power of the Holy Ghost, he's a defeated enemy, amen? So here you go, Sam has got these two evil brothers, and they not only have they sinned against other people, you know, against their own father, running around making a bad reputation, you know what I'm saying? Running around causing division and speaking death out of their mouth and leading other people astray, amen? How many of us know that's not of God, hallelujah? How many of us know that we just read that God weighs the actions, amen? God knows the intentions of your heart. Hallelujah. You better watch what you say about people. Amen. You better watch what you get involved with. Because what's done in the darkness will be brought to the light. Amen. Hallelujah. What's said, what's done, will be brought to the light. Amen. And God's called us to walk in the light, to be salt in the light. But it said the boy Samuel was growing in stature and in favor, both with the Lord and with men. So we got to make sure that we have a relationship with God where we are growing spiritually daily, amen. Day after day after day, we are growing in the Lord. We're maturing in the Lord. And if you're not farther along three months from now than you are right now, amen, you want to make sure you're not just going through it, but that you are growing through it in the name of Jesus. As if you're too busy looking at everybody else, you're just going to be going through it, amen. You're too busy just doing time, amen. Too busy just counting the clock. Amen. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. You're going to be just going through it, just merely existing, and you're going to miss it. Amen. Somebody say, I can't miss it. Not this time. I'm telling you, you better catch it now because you're going to have to keep going around that same mountain until you grab it and you start growing from it and you start learning, amen, how to say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The boy Samuel was growing in stature and favor, though. Both, you know, with the Lord and with men. They was out leading people astray. Dishonoring God. Dishonoring their spiritual father. You know what I mean? When nobody else is looking. Word got back to the Lord. Imagine that. You're getting nothing by the Lord. I'm telling you right now. Amen. You better start walking in the anointing. You better start being real with God. Being real with yourself. Being real with others. Samuel's growing. He's growing, amen. He's growing in stature, amen. He's getting stronger. Hey, Sam was just a young boy, you know what I'm saying? So he's growing up, hitting growth spurts. Hey, he's getting big. He's starting to eat his weed. He's lifting weights. He's getting strong, you know what I mean? Meanwhile, the other brothers out there in Sam, man, they's out there looking weak. You know what I'm saying? Sam was up here seeking the Lord in, in, in prayer, amen, worshiping God with his face before God, amen. And the anointing of God is radiating off of his life, amen. He probably looked out there like, is that Chuck and Larry? 
they doing out there? Boy, they look starving. Hey, y'all come on in and eat. Come on, somebody. Somebody's got to start growing through it. Because the ones out there that are just going through it, they're going to keep on going through it. Because they ain't had their eyes open yet. Let the blind lead the blind, and then they're both falling to the ditch. There's people out there following blind men. If you ain't careful, you'll be following a blind man around. Next thing you know, you'll be led astray. You'll be led to the ditch, amen. You better watch, amen, who you're getting discipled from. You better watch who you're listening to, amen. You better check, amen, what kind of character you're really after because it better be after the heart of God, amen. Otherwise, it'll slip you up. And it'll slip somebody else up. And when you start slipping other people up in the body of Christ, God don't like that. Come on, somebody. And God will bring his judgment upon you. God, amen, will drop the hammer on you because the Lord disciplines those who he loves. But he's always there with grace and mercy for the sinner. Amen. Worship team, you can come forward. The Lord's always ready, amen, to have his arms wide open to receive you. But you got to just start growing through it, amen. Stop just going through it. Amen. I'm here to tell you, there's some people in this house, amen. God's ready for you to start growing, for you to really start grabbing a hold of what he's trying to do in your life, amen, of what he's trying to fill you with, what he's trying to instill in you, man, because this world wants to take, you know, it wants to take your peace away. Things going on outside these walls, you know, wants to try to make you lose your mind, wants to try to make you lose focus. But you have to recognize that where God has you, amen, planted right now in this season, it's for a reason. When a plant is planted, it is planted there to grow. Come on, somebody. It's not planted there to die and wither up. If you ain't growing, you wither up. That's what happens. That's why you have to be filled with the Holy Spirit, amen, filled with the living water of God. Thank you, Jesus. We're not in a competition with one another. Amen. It's not who's, you know, whose voice is the loudest, who gets the crunkest in worship. You know what I mean? Who tells more people about Jesus, all that. Who prays the most? Who lifts the hands the most? Who's at the altar the most? Who's got the nicest vehicle? Who's got the nicest clothes? You know, who rocks the nicest chains and watches and all that? We ain't in no competition. You know what I'm saying? Who gets to preach and who don't get to preach? Come on, somebody. Amen. Who gets to go evangelize and who has to sit, you know, and and watch the home? Amen. Come on, somebody. Man, we're not in a competition. That's got to break. That's got to go in the name of Jesus right now. Stand to your feet all over this house. We're not competing with each other, people. Amen. We're not at war with one another, amen? We got a war going on inside of us, and it's flesh versus the spirit, and it's time to choose the spirit, amen? And if you've been letting the flesh kick your butt all week, it's time to choose the spirit tonight in the name of Jesus. Because I got good news for you. God used the weak to lead the strong, amen? Seeing that prayer, Hannah also began to pray. And it was talking about these warriors as she was praying she was talking about these men of God these soldiers how they had became weak you know what I'm saying they had became weak and they had failed and they failed I imagine time after time and then she talked about how the Lord strengthened them how the Lord raised them up and how God used them amen see God wants to use the weak amen God wants to use your life God wants you to, you to surrender it all tonight in the name of Jesus maybe you just need a fresh touch tonight maybe you just need amen Come on, maybe you need to surrender your heart to the Lord. You need to give your life to Jesus. Maybe you need to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. You say, you know what? 
I've been filled with the Spirit of God. I've been saved, but I've never asked God to baptize me with the Holy Spirit. I've never received this, the Holy Ghost upon my life. Amen. Maybe that's you. You say, you know what? I'm ready to go to another level. Amen. I'm ready to take you to another level, God. I'm ready to start growing. Come on, just lift your hands. This altar's open. If you want prayer right here, there'll be some people down here to pray for you. Amen. If you just want to kneel at the altar. You say, God, you know, I'm ready to start growing, Lord. I'm ready to start seeking your face in the name of Jesus. I'm tired of going through it, Lord. I'm ready to grow through it in the name of Jesus. Maybe you need some healing. Maybe you need some deliverance. We believe in laying hands on the sick. We believe in laying hands on those that are afflicted. Come get set free. Maybe you need to get fired back up. Maybe you feel like you lost your way a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you feel like you've been off track. You've been just going through things. You've been stuck in the most. Maybe you've been hurt. Maybe you've been hurt in this house by a church or by some people, by some families, by some friends. You need your heart to get healed. Come up here in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. When the music fades And all is stripped away And I simply come Longing just to bring Something that's a worth That will bless your heart than a song for a song in itself is not what you have required you search much deeper within than through the way things appear you're looking into my heart I'm coming back to Deeper within than through the way things appear. 